0: what is going on everybody welcome to this week's episode of scp meta i am your host SCP-CRNP, a.k.a. Lack of Lepers. I want to thank you very, very much for joining us. Uh, it has been a crazy few weeks, as you are very aware. Uh, so we're going to get into all that. Uh, I do want to mention that if you are watching either live or ex post facto, we do have a live phone number that you can call. This is a call-in show uh, meant to be sort of a people's talk show where you can share your thoughts, your questions, your criticisms, uh, trollage, whatever. Uh, The number that you can dial for that is 316-444-3115, again 316-444-3115 and we will be happy to take your call live. If we are not live on the air while you are calling, you are free to leave a voicemail and we will happily listen to that live on the show with reactions, you know, given that it's not, you know, a little too raunchy or vulgar. Now, uh, before we get into the events of the week, which were historic for sure, let's begin by doing our local uh, news here. So let me pull this up on the screen and we can get going. So um, just wanted to mention, since it's kind of right around the corner here, that our first contest that we're very, very happy about is um, about to start accepting submissions. This is IndieCon. It is the first independent containment fiction um, contest. And so you are able and allowed to write in any format that you'd like. Uh, If you're more familiar with SCP, if you're more familiar with RPC, Uh, If you want to write some limb fic, uh, tales, if you want to draw, do some illustrations or art, uh, that's all accepted. Uh, You can also do original containment fiction formats if you have your own uh, as a sort of self-promotion while entering the contest. Now, the dates of this, they start uh, in just a few days, two days on the 30th of May. And anybody who would like to join this can send their submissions to this email address down here. Uh, this flyer is on our Twitter. It's pinned at the top. Our Twitter is Conflict Magazine. Just Google Config Magazine Twitter. That should get you there. Uh, and so there's some information here for you. Um, submissions will be open for a month, and then we do about a week of voting that'll take place in our Discord server. And so you can check that out there and participate if you don't regard being present in that server as politically radioactive. So I do want to mention that uh, that is coming up. We're very excited about it. Uh, We we do have a lot of people who have expressed interest in it and who will be submitting something. So just very, very excited to see uh, what will happen. I want to go ahead and answer a question that a couple of people have asked me. I will not be entering this this, uh, contest. Uh, I will not be voting in this contest, and I will not be offering crit for this contest. I think that's only fair. So, uh, just to FYI. Okay, and then so for other local news, uh, Conflict Magazine-wise, we didn't really have a Conflict Magazine article this week. I was on vacation um, all week, and so I decided to take it easy. Could have had something out, but I decided let's just give it uh, a rest. So we didn't have anything posted this week, of course, our most recent article being that expose about Bright. So if you haven't read that, uh, check it out. I think most people have. All right, so the next thing uh, on the list that we always do to start the show off with is the recommended read of the week. Now, if you're not aware of it, uh, we have started a program, uh, and I say we because I have help uh, in this. Oh, look at this, we're getting already probably what is a troll call, so let's uh, see what is coming here. Let me first of all answer this. Now, don't say anything if you're on the other line because I haven't turned the volume up quite yet. I don't have to get into that. Oh, it was a missed call, sorry about that. Yeah, call me back, I'll, uh, I'll be happy to answer that. I want to thank uh, Jane Bond for showing up in the Discord server. Excellent, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Um, okay, so we'll wait for them to call us back. I'm sure they will probably have their automated uh, crank call algorithm ready on the go. Here we go, one second. Ah, uh, yes, hello, this is the Chinese
1: buffet calling.
0: Hey, hold on a second. I gotta that turn you up.
1: In. You eat way too much.
0: Sorry, you're not listening to me. You gotta hold on.
1: you not allowed back anymore.
0: All right, hold on. Let me turn you up so people can hear you. All right, try again. Here we go. Could you repeat everything you just said, please? You're bad customer. You start talking.
1: <laughs> it's not homeless shelter. This restaurant. You eat all expensive food. You eat all the crap leg. Uh, hello. You take so much food and not even eat all. I throw out full plates when I leave your table.
0: What's up, Almor Doug? Thanks for joining. We got a uh, call. Um, they, they'd like to get on to me about eating uh, at the restaurant.
1: the restaurant.
0: But it's just it's so good. It's so good that I can't help. I can't help go in there. I tell them every week that I'm going to stop, but I just I can't. I don't know. I can't find it out. Um, I need Jesus. Jane Bond. What's going on? Uh, that was just a call. Just a call we took. No, nope, no big deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's been happening in the last couple of weeks. I imagine it will continue. But once again, we're more than happy to accept troll calls like that. That's uh, that means people will watch it if just to to tune in for that. So. More than happy for that, um, but do want to welcome Almer Duck. Thanks for joining us here. Be oh, here. Yeah, and thank you once again for joining us last night. So right back on topic here. Um, so last night we did our weekly um, event where we look at all of the articles that came out of the SCP that week. And so uh, I had a lot of help uh, from my, my friends, my buddies, and um, so Almerduck was part of that. And if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. It's on the Twitch channel, SCP Meta. Also on our, um, our uh, YouTube channel. Check that out if you haven't seen it. So once again, thanks for doing that and thanks for showing up again today. That's nice of you.
1: You're welcome. It was very fun to do.
0: And so one of the things we draw out of that uh, is an article recommendation of the week. And because I didn't read all of them, maybe, Almerdek, I'll get you to recommend one as well of the ones you read. Uh, but of the ones I read, uh, and, and this is really about a week old at this point, just kind of dipping into last week before the outage occurred. But uh, this one, SCP-6189, I thought was the best that I read in the last two weeks. Um, This is uh, really an article about uh, sort of uh, ritualistic paraphernalia that dips into the Devite sort of lore and uh, takes it some interesting places. And it's just very, very well constructed, uh, a, a brilliant read. It has just a wealth of vocabulary, which is not something that I see a lot of these days. And uh, it was just very, very um, enjoyable to read. So I, I recommend for this week, SCP-6189. Looks like it could use a little more attention and love. I think certainly uh, this, this rating is, is uh, criminally low for how good this article is. But Al-Marduk, what do you think? I know
1: I'm going to struggle to read this because uh, every article that has that kind of table organization feels so long, uh, despite not needing to be so. Also, it's always just kind of um, a sign of poor formatting because those tables look ugly as fuck. <laughs> they say nothing about the quality of the article. This is no, just me yeah. complaining.
0: I, I share the same hesitation when I see this. I mean, I would say, you know, four out of five um, articles that I read that are presented this way don't need to be this way and and sort of end up overstaying their welcome. Um, but that's one of the things I noticed about this review when I did this on the show last night, too, is that um, the read is, is very smooth. It really is uh, very well propelled by the quality of the writing and, and each subsequent tab is actually much shorter than uh than the first so at least it does sort of uh streamline itself in that regard but yeah i I would i would encourage you to not get hung up on that yeah this is a really 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 good article by um i can't remember the name of the person who wrote it assertive roland is the individual who wrote that so great job wait that's assertive roland yeah do we know that person
1: that's the original author of 140
0: really 140 yes uh, SCP-140, let's go there. I, I had no idea. 140,
1: that's unfinished Chronicle, the original Devite article. You are kidding me.
0: Um, no. Wow. Okay, let's let's go verify this, so that my mind can be blown here. Um, yeah, holy shit. Whoa. Oh my god. I had no idea. Thank you for that information. Wow. <laughs> well, no wonder it's so damn good. Um, it really took the Deva lore. <laughs> yeah. and, um, places that, that hadn't seen um, light of day in a long time so I'm looking at the profile here uh, just to see, it looks like um, my gosh, I mean that, have they been around since then or, or did they come back, do you know?
1: I know he's been around uh, for some time, reading up on the day Uh he's kind of glad about how they were taken mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what much more
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, wiki profile here, and it looks like there's a lot of activity on something called the Eclipse wiki, which which I don't really know a lot about. Um... Can't can't seem to find it here. This is the Eclipse Wiki, Moonlit World's Eclipse Wiki. This wiki exists to document the setting, lore, and background material for the Moonlit World campaign setting. So if you're a fan of checking out sort of config-adjacent material, this is something that that author has been participant in.
1: Oh, well, this is a D&D wiki, like ah. some kind of tabletop.
0: Okay, okay. Well, they're very active there, um, but it looks like they've been pretty consistently active on wikidot um maybe not at the scp wiki but uh in the last few years for sure decent amount of activity here so
1: yeah they tend to post on the daylight hub or 140 or forums about the davites
0: that sort of thing yeah so we see a large gap of time between um 2010 and then the next time is 2018. So, um, and then there's just a very short block of 2018 activity. And then uh, a lot more activity starting in 2021 with this D&D wiki. But uh, so, yeah, it, it actually legitimately has been a very long time since this individual, I think, uh, dropped something on the wiki. So, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, great catch. I had no clue. I thought this was a new author. I, I would have known. <laughs> yeah. Shows how much I know. But yes, that's really interesting trivia. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, without knowing who that author was, I do recommend that article. I think it's just really, really well written. And so maybe this is why. But once again, that was uh, SCB 6819. Almer Doug, do you have a recommendation just from the ones you read? I know it's sort of uh, spur of the moment dropping that on you, but what, what would you say your recommendation was from last night?
1: Actually, let me check the number because I, I completely forgot about it, but uh, I know what I want to recommend.
0: And while Omarduk while is finding that, I'll, I'll point to just uh, some uh, other config communities um, sort of to tisk tisk them in some ways. Of course, Wiki. being down didn't help uh, for, for a good portion of this month, but RPC really hasn't posted anything this month. Uh, it's been a month to this day uh, since anything was actually posted there. So I, I, I'm a little nervous about that. I hope that they... Uh, get some activity up and if not um, you know maybe I'll jump on in that so um, and then uh, same situation with the uh, SCP Commune we haven't really had an article from them since late December Uh, of course I'm a big big fan of this of this read I think it's generally a little Kinder, uh, little, little better. If only in terms of just how much content is there. It's just a lot more consumable, I think, and tends to be a little better quality, I think, than, than your regular articles. It's test.
1: weird with RPC because uh, we have we are always writing something, but uh, getting to post it has been has been getting like a lot harder recently.
0: Hmm. Now, why is that? Do you think?
1: I think it's a mixture of real life issues and because well. Hmm. Uh, Covid stopped, and now people are in their, in their real lives. And uh, May specifically is a very intense time. Interesting. Uh, also, that over time we're getting like more uh, denser critiques, more. We're getting more picky, to say hmm.
0: in okay. some way. Okay, well, hey, that, once again. That's what you yeah, that's a good way to say it. I think that's a nice counterbalance to SCP because once again, like we talked about last night, uh, there's just it's just a fire hydrant's flow of, of material coming out of the SCP wiki. It's just nice to go somewhere a little more relaxed, uh, you know, less less urban, uh, less urbanized, less of a metropolis when it comes to uh, the density of people and articles that come out there. So that's that's cool as long as RPC. Yeah, is still I still think it's good. a little
1: bit extreme, uh, but I agree with you. I just think we should be. We should try to, you know, get some, I don't know how to how to phrase this in English, like get some space for articles, uh, because the way we're reacting right now feels like it's impossible to catch up to if you have a busy life, mm. which, which I do. And I completed like six or four articles uh, in the last month or two and i have posted none of them because uh, uh I, they just didn't do well in critique and i don't know how to fix them
0: hmm. well that's good i mean like i said it's it's uh certainly not the best thing to judge everything else's pace by scps because it's just it's just uh, cattywampus it's just hazed crazy so um yeah but i, I do i do want to see something come out of RPC, I think it's I'm getting a little uncomfortable <laughs> with how long it's been. But wait, um, <laughs> oh. hey, While well, hey, well, before we move on, uh, Albert, why don't you give us your SCP recommendation for what you read?
1: Yes, my SCP recommendation is SCP 6753, which, uh, wait, wait a minute, um, I haven't gotten the title, actually. 6753 <laughs> uh, is called intricacies. And it's a world building article about werewolves. It's a very interesting read that's reminiscent of the best Third Law articles, but not necessarily about technology. Or about um, mythology and uh, a world where well, werewolves are normal. It's a very dense read, uh, seeing its length won't do it justice, it's very short, but it's a very enjoyable view if you like clever details
0: yeah check it out good world building for sure uh, little, little dense like he, like Omarduk uh, said but uh, nice, nice and short just packs quite a punch and the author here Cold Nights is someone who I recognize um, I think this is actually somebody who we shouted out in our discord server um, they had an article two weeks ago I think that I really really enjoyed and that I think may have been a, a candidate for the recommendation of the week so this is this is an author to keep, keep an eye out for Cold Nights is certainly up and coming I think with some really really good stuff All right, and then uh, just to round out our local discussion, um, I I do want to kind of shill this of myself just uh, to make a point. This was posted on May 22nd, um, you know, and this was when Wikidot was down. So I I really maybe tried a little too hard to to push this on people, but just just to make the point that, um, you know, Containment fiction can exist without Wikidot. You know, it's, uh, there is such thing as Indie, Confic, and that's really what our, um, what our upcoming contest is trying to celebrate. But this is just an example of that. Uh, it's also an example of an entry that we might see in this upcoming contest uh, whose theme is statues. So um, just, just throwing that, that out there, uh, that is something that is uh, accessible, um, even, even if Wikidot is down. So we were happy to put that out. And then um, the last thing to say is that Liminal Archives' uh, horror contest is still going on. Uh, the submissions have ended, but voting has um, not ended quite yet. So that'll continue, I think, until the end of this month. So I think a couple more days of voting, and I think the the winner of this contest should be announced um, on the first of next month. So if you haven't checked out the entries, uh, go check them out. Uh, this this is a, was a really fun, uh, really fun contest.
1: Yeah, the, um, the time for voting was extended because of the um, uh, the outage. Yeah, It was supposed to end uh, almost a week ago, I think.
0: Mm. Well, good call. I think that's a, that's the right thing to do for sure. Uh, Jane Bond says, this is off topic, which is not true. Nothing's really off topic here because uh, it's a call-in show. Um, but have you guys read SCP-6488? So let me open that up real quick, uh, if my computer will comply. And it looks like it won't comply. So um but it looks I I've, just from the image I don't know if I've read this one. Um, tell us about it, Jane Bond. What what did you uh what did you want to bring out by recommending this? Well
1: that's eighth commandment. Oh uh, it's, eighth it's the new admonition.
0: Oh, okay. Um I don't know is this my computer
1: I would not open it if I were you because uh, <laughs> the first time I did it it froze my
0: PC. That's what's going on. Oh yeah, so six four eight eight, yeah thanks. That's the that's the new admonition article. Yeah, um, so I posted um, a blog post about this article um, that uh, goes into some detail about it. And then uh, last week's show, not this Friday, not yesterday's show, but the week previous to that, which of course you can go see on our Twitch and then lives at home permanently on our YouTube channel, uh, goes into just an exhaustive uh, walkthrough and tour of this article. Um, And... Basically, basically, I don't give it a very good review, but that's that's just my take on this. We do have a call, so let's take this. I do assume it'll be a prank call, but let's uh, tell them to hold on. Uh, oh, man, I just missed that call. I want you to call back. I'll, oh, I'll try to answer it that time. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, Jane Bond, what did you think of SCP-6488? Uh, Obviously, it's a pretty successful article in terms of the rating. Uh, I think it was subjected to a pretty strong... Um, Sort of marketing campaign on things like Twitter and social media, and you know if you like admonition, you know which a lot of people do. <clears throat> um, this article is going to hit every every uh, checkbox I think for people who like to read admonition articles. So um, this might be for you. It wasn't for me, but uh, might be for you. Oh look, there's my logo. All right, so we got. Um... Okay, he left before I could. One well, solo. Of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Han Solo. Uh, wonder if it um, was something to do with the China restaurant. Uh, <laughs> um, China Might restaurant be. phone call that we got. Okay. Anyways, so moving on, moving on. Um, so the biggest news, obviously, of the week was that um, WikiDot was down. Obviously, this happened late last week. It uh, was down for from Thursday to about Tuesday. And at the beginning of the week, uh, Wikidot sort of came out. This is on the 23rd. So this was Monday, and said, uh, "Good news, everyone! After a busy weekend, we're going to bring Wikidot back online later today. We'll have to disable search and email notifications, but we'll keep working on restoring them too." And so, this obviously was very liked and very uh, celebrated. I don't know if you've known if you know this, but Wikidot, um, their follower count went from less than a thousand, probably somewhere in the upper hundreds. To where it is now, uh, at about 4,300, just throughout the course of this uh, this break uh, of of the whole servers and people coming coming uh, back. So uh, this was first said to us, and basically um, people came kind of to it with some optimism and hope uh, that it would come back. But of course, Monday came and went and that was basically it uh nothing really had come back online yet and then this was the next notice from uh the database so uh the wiki dot says our database just gave us some serious chills we have to restore the data once more because it appears inconsistent no worries we have all this stuff yada, yada yada so it was a little touch and go there for a while and i think uh after the promise that was given which probably was a bad idea on WikiDot's dots uh and you don't really want to promise something that you can't you know satisfy in a timely fashion And then sort of this two-step of not being able to follow through with that promise, I think got a lot of people really kind of almost frightened at whether or not Wikidot would come back or not.
1: People were certainly afraid that something would go wrong because that's what's always the case with Wikidot. I don't don't think it's unjustifiable.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, and then we have others uh, like this, Billeth on Twitter, um, saying things like, you know, questioning the the backups, you know, uh, what happened to the minute to minute backups that you all talked about? Uh, where's the offsite physical repository? Um, so people just sort of, you know, rightfully, like you say, uh, rightfully sort of had a little bit of uncomfort and discomfort with Wikidot. It was nice to see the team be sort of revitalized and come back and, uh, you know, sort of take responsibility in some ways for, for really the negligence that uh, Wikidot has suffered for the last, you know, several years. Um, but the question remains as to, you know, is this going to happen again? And is the team back? Are they only sort of an emergency response team? Uh, you know, I, I think really a long shadow has been cast over over Wikidot um, as a result <laughs> of this whole process. Yeah, I'm...
1: I'm- very much not sure because um, they have this spirit of activity, but there's no way of telling how long they will actually care.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, not that numbers, not that like follower count on Twitter should be you know really a, a motivating factor, you know, uh, ultimately. But you know, maybe the fact that so many people came out and sort of showed their support. Um, you know, like I said, their Twitter follower count, you know, quadrupled essentially, you know, more than that, really, so. Yeah, people give a shit. Yeah, they really do. And it was kind of quiet until, until the need to express that came out. So maybe that'll inspire them to be a little more present. I don't know. That would be nice to see. But we do have other people uh, throughout the Twitter, and we'll, we'll be looking a lot at Twitter today, uh, just because once again a lot of the communities themselves were down, um, down this week. So uh, a lot of a lot of the commentary uh, really kind of relegated itself to Twitter. Um, but you have you have other people. This is Nat Voltaic, uh, Voltaic, uh, Voltaic, excuse me, uh, known known SCP author. Who's asking? You know what? What are the backup plans? Um, and correctly states that Blue Soul is running an automatically updated archive of the site, uh, but who, who knows that that's actually being updated? Uh, consistently these days. I I don't really know, to be honest with you. But this is a good question to ask. Uh, I don't know if there's a good answer to this. And once again, I think the main thing to take away from the whole event is, you know, it's, you know, the the staff, for example, at SCP Wiki is interested in, you know, putting on a policy pause for things like a charter rewrite when we really, really should be, uh, you know, putting all hands on deck to get independent platforms.
1: Yeah, um, something that I think is important to realize about this. Uh, Wicked coming back, like, the the staff coming back to fix their site, it's not good news, it's not as good news as we, as we would expect, because it's just revealing to us how dire stuff is on their end. And some discussion I have had in these days um, really puts all of this into perspective, because uh, you know how search in wikidot is like infamously terrible and always times out? Mm-hmm. That is because the search algorithm that, I, that they have is uh, one that goes result by result by result. So if you have, let's say, 1,000 pages in a single wikidot site, sorts them alphabetically and runs through them until a... It finds one that matches your search, and then it displays a result. So, you can see how this can get very, very quickly out of control when you have a site that's the size of SCP. Yeah. It's certainly, uh, it's it's almost amateurish, I think, from what I've gotten from other people I've asked. It's kind of a... It's kind of a nightmare-inducing system because it it has no way to work in any scale except like prototype.
0: Yeah, it's, it seems that it's really lacking a lot of the things that uh, would be crucial to it being sort of a long-term investment. You know, you don't want to invest in something that's not put put your whole livelihood and some people's sense of importance and self-esteem. You know, invested into something that's really so fragile, uh, that's so fragile as to be hacked by somebody that that goes down for almost almost a week um, just because somebody wants to attack it. And then, of course, there's other residual questions here, too, like, uh, you know, if someone is interested in hacking WikiDot, which is, of course, the official line. Um, You know, who's to say that that won't happen again? Uh, If this is something of a malicious nature, then we would expect the individual to keep trying again and again until uh, maybe they have something against Wikidot. I don't really know. Uh, I tend to think that this was sort of incidental uh, and almost um, collateral probably of something else. Um, But, you know, there's- there's... I think
1: we know right now that it was a white hat hacker. Like, they they did it to show Wikidot there was a vulnerability before someone else could.
0: Now um, um I, th- I have no
1: confirmation of this I have no proof but mm. that's what what people that I trust um staff and SCPes are telling me so huh I guess it's kind of a trustworthy source but yeah, there's like no way to know for sure
0: Yeah um that's interesting I've heard, I've heard Personally that.
1: I would one teach my password which I haven't done yet I really should yeah. and mm-hmm. two archive everything everything Absolutely. you like everything yeah. you have written everything in your sandboxes because there's no way of telling when it might go just poof away
0: yeah that's a great point i mean i hate to use the word prepper you know but you need to adopt a little hint of prepperism when it comes to just taking all of your articles and finding a way to keep them in the event that Wikidot goes down just planning for the future planning for something catastrophic to happen like that because it didn't happen this time but there will be another time where this happens and Wikidot does not come back period
1: Unless they just get their move on uh, throughout the next few months, maybe. But even then, there's like no way of telling. Just be safe and make sure to be safe because um, there won't be a lot of time to regret it if it goes down and something happens to their database or something among those
0: lines. Yeah, and so this definitely should be the wake-up call. If you hadn't thought about it before, don't know how you couldn't have thought about it before, but if you hadn't, uh, you know, your alarm bells should be ringing. This should be really action time. Uh, and then Billeth has this to say. Something as, as like what you were saying, Albert Duck, Let this be a lesson to always index a meticulous degree if you're going to do so. Creating clustered indexes through unique columns can save you some pain and time when in verifying integrity, but not so if your indexes are suboptimal. This is basically uh, a different language to me, but I wanted to put it on the screen because uh, this obviously means something to someone. and I think this is probably a technician's uh, you know, por- post-mortem analysis of of what could have gone better
1: but I understand that an index is more or less a table uh they are I think they are referring to unique pages uh, hmm. I might be wrong here I'm not a technician I have not studied web design so take my word with a grain of salt I am it will most likely be wrong but I understand they are referring to like um a table that contains all pages and services that Wikidot has and they are organized in such a way that they are hard to um, to actually use for their purpose Mm -hmm. Um, in general what's this what this is telling us which is important is that uh, Wikidot has been developed with a certain approach that indicates a lack of adherence to some very important tenets of programming and development in computers in general, which is that um, things should always be designed a certain way uh, so that they are A, human readable and B, uh, future-proof. Future-proofing is a very important part of programming, of programming, Mm -hmm. making sure that your code is modular, it serves its purpose, but doesn't just serve its purpose, because. it might do so, but then it's hard to edit, it's hard to read, and it might do so with uh, a lot of delay, consuming a lot of resources. And what Bill's Bill post is telling us is that they did not take into account a lot of important practices like this. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. And we, we've seen this for a while. I think you don't have to be you know technically proficient to, to kind of understand that Wikidot is crumbling and it's uh it definitely has not been future-proofed i think very well and um you know is this a scare yes uh, but it's really something more than that you know this this is an indicator that if if scp does not get off of Wikidot, if rpc doesn't get off of Wikidot, if the rest of the containment fiction communities can't find a way to trans uh, you know, translate what they've done to a different platform a more stable platform we're, we're going to lose it all one day and uh we're only going to have what happened uh to be archived in something like the wayback machine as sort of an archaeological reference that is thoroughly in the past so i do hope to see some sort of more official response from something like the scp wiki staff when it comes to the allocation of resources uh, because this is uh, there's there's only one way this is going to end and unless you prepare for it it's going to be it's going to be ugly and messy Alright, um, but of course it wasn't all dire uh, on on the Twitter, uh, people obviously took the opportunity to have fun with it. Uh, this is once again Billeth who we thank for all these good tweets, uh, and this one says, It's 2022, the distant future. A new mode of existence for SCP has taken hold, the offsite only foundation. The uh, OOF process for building articles is dynamic and unique. On Twitter, articles are assembled line by line in cold posted collabs, one, t- one tweet per person. I'll begin. And so this was just uh, a funny, a funny take to do it. You know, um, Twitter was a a nice sort of haven that people ran into, you know, obviously to to keep up communication, which is what it's good for. Um, But it doesn't seem like it's going to be able to house something like containment fiction well. So there's that.
1: You but, say? Yeah. You
0: think so? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can get really aphoristic again, back to the roots. You know, sort of like four chan, uh, text limit. Uh, that might be interesting to see.
1: Oh, if only. I if think only. Lur-
0: lurked would be fine. Probably find a good a good way to do that. Uh, but anyway, so finally, finally, uh, Wikinot came back up. This was uh, the 24th, which was Tuesday. Um, they they had some issue that was not related to the hack. So, you know, that's another thing that kind of points kind of to me towards a white hat sort of thing. Um, you know, I, I think I think someone who had, you know, a grip on the vulnerability of Wikidot could have taken down Wikidot in a much more dramatic and permanent fashion. Uh, so it's interesting to note that. I do want to thank and welcome Soraya Stuff for joining us. Appreciate you being here. All right. Um, so... Then after that, Wikidot came up, uh, not too long, finally online. This is Tuesday, uh, kudos for the patients. Obviously everybody was very thankful about this. Um, and then things didn't get quite started right up, at least the SCP, this is an archive from that day, um, that says following a dot server outage this weekend, the SCP Wiki is under a temporary content freeze, no new pages, yada 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 edits, uh, just until the staff has ascertained the integrity of the site. So uh, that lasted for a little while. You can see here, um, you can see here on the new pages that the new articles didn't start showing up again until the 25th, which was the next day. Um, but uh, but that that was temporary. And as you can see, and once again, thank you to uh, Harmony and Almerduck. Uh, really, the, the floodgates opened. We had a tremendous number of posts that were ready uh who came i'm
1: very glad uh we did this like the exact week we had the outage because i don't think i could get through like an entire week's worth of articles <laughs> i yeah. just don't think i could
0: i know i know it's tough it's really tough and, and once again this was a lot more usually we see an average of about two to three posted a day and here we have what is it call it seven um you know four here and then of course the last few days have, have kept that pace so certainly it is um you know, it's going to compensate for the lost time. So, um, but yeah, I really, I really appreciate that. All right. Um, And then this is something that was interesting too. Once again, Billith, uh, very, very good source of information here on Twitter. But um, it seems as though not everything went back to normal so this is a public service announcement that happened just a few days ago Uh, it says PSA pages are blanking themselves out on the wiki it appears to not affect your data at the moment though you still have to confirm that your content hasn't reverted if it blanks after an edit so previous to this we're all familiar with the wiki Uh, dot non-edit where you try to change something and it doesn't listen to you and it doesn't actually change the page uh, but this is, seems like to be um, a worsening of that issue. Uh, it seems as though when you edit it, if I'm reading this correctly, it'll blank the entire page and you have to sort of try to work with that.
1: Yeah, so this isn't ominous at all.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, bugs, bugs, what's <laughs> up, Wikidot? So it's like, it's it's almost like when you plug one hole, another one comes out. It's like a game of whack-a-mole that, that WikiDot is playing, and it's not gonna end well. Uh, there's just no Also,
1: way. I remember because um, people in the backroom side pointed this out. Um, uh, pages isn't the the question mark bug character, uh, you know, the, the one that's like a, a diamond with a question mark inside. Any yeah, page yeah. using that character specifically will break. Really? Uh, not sure how that happened, but apparently that's what's happening.
0: Uh, now one of my old favorites, um, the Universal Instruction Manual, which is an SCP article that was written a while ago by um, literally mechanical, that features those those characters in it. Uh, it. Looks like here that is here's that character. So it looks like they're still there, which is nice to see. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I
1: think it's the editing. I'm not sure. Oh,
0: okay. Well, either way, um, you know, once again, alarm bells should be ringing. It doesn't look like we're totally out of the woods, and even if you think you are. Um, once again, it's just going to be a matter of time before something like that happens. I think we've, we've situated ourselves pretty well here uh, with things like Conflict Magazine. Of course, that was intentionally supposed to be somewhat of a fallback hub uh, in, in the inevitability that Wikidot does go down. There can be some, at least some centralization of content like what we're doing here today. Uh, that's, really, that's really one of the main points of it. So I think um, that was sort of a test run for us. Uh, I think it went really well, honestly. All right, um, and then the, here's some other memes. Uh, never ask a woman her age, a man his salary. What an SCP author was doing between the dates of the 19th and the 24th of uh, of May, and that's when it was down. So uh, people were having. Well, oh, I was
1: reading House of Leaves, so mm. <laughs> yeah, and arguably like it much better.
0: Yeah, and so a lot of people took the opportunity to get out and do other things. Uh, this is a. Uh, um, Darnell, who you might know, uh, saying something like, "I see myself spending less and less time with friends as they get busier. Schedules no longer line up. Uh, I wish I hadn't taken those times for granted. Please, for the love of God, uh, don't stay cooped up on a computer." So this is this is one day after the wiki comes back on. So it seems as though. You know, whether it's reading a book that you haven't read in a while, uh, getting to writing that you have maybe put off after a while, you know, there were some real good silver linings to the whole Wikidot collapse thing. And, and I think at some point down the future uh, when it does die and uh, hopefully people have prepared well, but the dust sort of settles and uh, the foliage starts to grow back amongst the ruins, Uh, maybe it will be seen as, you know, uh, on the whole, hopefully a healthy thing for people's mindsets and psychologies.
1: Yeah, I I have been telling me for a long time that I should read some more conventional fiction. I should actually, like, get to reading some real fiction. And... uh, I just never have because I always have something to write, something to read, something to critique. So that outage was actually um, a very nice wake up call because it got me to read one of them, one of my favorite articles of the last like few favorite books. There you have it, there you have it. I, I'm calling books articles. I'm, ah. I'm fucking insane.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, See, it, it'll mess with you, man. It'll mess with One of my favorite
1: books in my entire life.
0: Yeah, and so we, we had fun too. Um, yeah, we, we had a good time getting things out and um, uh, you know doing things that we wouldn't have been doing otherwise uh, but yeah so on the conflict magazine twitter we, we had fun along with everybody else so for example this was shaggy uh shaggy dreadlocks uh, sd lock saying it's been three days without the wiki the streets are crawling with scp authors unwashed jittering panhandling for upvotes Any will do. Just please, please give me that hit of dopamine and validation to the passerby without any shred of decency. Minus one, I say coldly. And then we have others, uh, the great hippo. The, The streets are extended gutters and the gutters are full of cold posts. And when the forms finally scab over, all of the original characters will drown. The author inserts will look up and cry and say, save us. And I will look down and whisper, no vote, lol. So, um yeah it was it was fun to see people's takes on these things um we we tried to have fun with this too with some memes and and stuff like that here's michael uh frekowiak uh thanos snapping the russian branch out of existence which we'll get to in just a second um uh but yeah um so (laughs) uh just opened Wikidot. I observed flowers spontaneously appearing and blooming over 90% of the surface of the page. Uh, I've described these flowers as vibrant, bright, beautiful. Other words to this effect, the weather is clear. Globally I recognize an ambient temperature. Um, Other stuff like that. Uh, We we declared May 19th to be a yearly day of observation for the Wikidot blackout of 2022. On this day, people will refrain from accessing Wikidot and beg for reads out of respect for our fallen author brethren. Perished of upvote deprivation. Uh, things like this. Uh, day three. And <laughs> That's this is
1: Lily's proposal, right?
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, good catch. And this, this is what uh, reminded me of, uh, what you said reminded me of. Day three. None of the books have any upvotes. Uh, they all must be terrible. Collapsibles are nested within collapsibles. I've learned that they call these things pages. You have to credential lock, unlock turn every page by hand. It's a little excessive, but it's a neat CSS trick plus one. <laughs> 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 but, you know, everybody was having a good time with this. Uh, it, it was really, really refreshing and enjoyable to see people. It, it's one way to cope with the anxiety, of course. Uh, but it was nice to see people um, sort of play off this and, and have a good spirit, good attitude about it. Um, we'll skip this. Just just more commentary about it. Uh, ch- ch- yeah, this is, what, once again, a question we were asking. You know, uh, at WikiDot, will y'all... Uh, as in the devs and Mr. Frakowiak be sticking around to work on Wikidot beyond restoring it to how it was before to perform much needed servicing and updating of the platform from now on, or will things go back to how they were before? What do you think?
1: Well, we have heard nothing from them in the last uh, four days, so there's like no way to know of uh, well, if I were them. I would be telling people exactly what we plan to do and exactly what happened, but since this hasn't happened, I don't have a lot of hopes right now. Yeah. At all. But well, it's too early to tell. Who, who knows if they might just come up with some kind of post mortem in like uh, a few weeks or a month. Usually so those things are done in a day, but it's working out so hmm. a month okay. of time is. <laughs> maybe it's fair fair.
0: yeah i mean because the last time they were really active on something like let's say their twitter uh was 2018 when there was a bug and and it lasted for a few hours so this obviously was was much more catastrophic than that nothing had been down on Wikidot for that long before um so you know it seems as though unfortunately as of right now we don't have any more information um to go on other than to assume that the dev team is kind of like an emergency response team uh that will come if someone is like uh you know dying in something like cardiac arrest and come in and resuscitate the individual, but then of course once that individual is resuscitated, they leave because it's not their job to continue that care. Obviously, it's just for the emergency. And yeah. All. So
1: if you have heart concert, they will do nothing to save you until you're dying.
0: Right. Yeah. You can have sclerotic, you know, arteries, all you know, every single one of them blocked. Wikidot's not going to bat an eye. It's only when the catastrophe happens. So that, I think that's not a good sign, like you say. Um, and then to shift gears just a bit, so the next <clears> thing that sort of happened that was uh, a little alarming. In its own right, and the way I would put this is that it Wikidot, you know, through what I would say bad leadership, uh, really is probably the phrase to use. Um, they converted what would have been at least a temporary technical issue into now what is a permanent political issue, uh, because what they decided to do, if you don't, if you don't already know, is that they decided to block Wikidot. From anyone available in uh, Russia and Belarus, so anybody from those two regions uh, is unable to access Wikidot because of the actions of apparently of you know maybe one maybe two a small a small contingency of individuals who did this hack, um, white hat or not, um, you know Wikidot in all its wisdom has decided to uh, punish every single person in that region for the for the actions of just a few people.
1: Yeah. Um... I have my suspicions that this is some kind of a uh, more of a political act for their homeland in Poland rather than um, something that they actually benefit from because uh, Russian, the Russian community is one of the most active in, in Wikidata. Uh, there is a lot of Russian sites, not just SCP, and it's bizarre that it would block one of their most um, profitable, one of their one of their best best avenues of profit.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. There. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think
1: that might really... be temporary. Maybe mm. it's a show. Yeah. Something
0: I don't know. Yeah, well, I hope so. Um, and that's really what somebody says here. So this is the actual actual post that confirmed it. It's sort of been swirling around as a rumor, uh, with people from those areas reporting that they couldn't access it and receiving that error message, you know, that we that we just looked at. But this was the tweet that sort of made it official, uh, gave it sort of an ostensible reference to point to, and uh, says that um, following the recent hacking events. Increasing wave of abuse from Russia, state-level disinformation in light of the war in Ukraine and disrespect of human rights and sovereignty, we decided to close access to Wikidot from Russia and Belarus territory. So this really uh, is in lockstep, I think a little delayed, obviously, it's odd that it shows up now um, in some ways, but it's in lockstep with a lot of the sort of um, corporate level, uh, state level cancel culturing that's going on with with things as a result of the war, which of course we won't get into here. Um, But the responses to this were interesting. Uh, Someone came back and once again expressed the same concern that we have been here, which is, you know, any other plans for security? There's a screen cap here of the fact that Wikidot is not really a secure protocol at all. Um, with, with modern browsers recommending that you don't input any sensitive information. And to your point, Umarduk, uh this individual says uh, performative activism is more important than basic security features, I guess, which I thought was, was you know, saying it pretty well.
1: It's just uh... The right way to
0: put it. Yeah. And then of course we had fun too. Here's us. Um, you know, Wikidot, if you look on their profile for uh for, for their Twitter, it says Wikidot is a social platform where everyone can start a wiki, and of course we just struck out everyone um because that's <laughs> that's what they've decided to do. So it's it's been relatively unpopular. I won't say that it's unanimously uh and unilaterally uh sort of decried by the community. There are people in the community who who think this is a good idea. But there at least were some prominent individuals that sort of brought attention to this. This is Dr. Samarian on Twitter, um, you know, saying that I'm left with more questions uh, than answers at this. um, And other people sort of joining in with a little bit of meme, meme memeage of it. Uh, This is Billeth once again, retweeting flops, saying um, the worst timeline. Of course, if if you're just listening, this is a meme picture of someone Pushing over some dominoes, uh, the first domino, which is much smaller, uh, says Moto Forty Two posts SCP One Seven Three on 4chan, and the very largest of the dominoes in the line reads WikiDot joins the international international sanctions against Russia. So, yeah, you have metaphysician here. I can I can imagine worse, but dumber. Nobody could have come up with a dumber timeline. Um, and you have more people saying yeah, I think
1: we can all agree. This is a pretty stupid timeline in general. Yeah, it's great. Like the amount of Insane bullshit that has happened in the last like just two years. It's insane. Yeah,
0: its it's been wild No one could have predicted this not even uh, famine pulse here who predicted the uh, the Russians attacking Wikidot in in uh, I think it was a few years ago, but um, yeah, the great hippo joins in Um You know, Wikidot may be run by some of the most oblivious motherfuckers on earth. Uh, This literally just just blocks users who don't even know how to do this shit. That is to say, hack. Um, And so just really great points being made here. Uh, I want to welcome Krim. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, that's
1: actually amazing. Yeah. (laughs) The only people that this is blocking is people who don't know, who just don't have any computer know-how. Right. It's blocking like 90% of the revenue at a 0% like... Increase in security. It's insane.
0: It's bad and, you know, honestly, I mean, the kind of person who's going to be doing this sort of activity uh, or this sort of malicious intent, you know, is not going to care about things like this block. They're going to find a way around this just as surely as they found a way to get into Wikidot itself and bring it down. Um, so it's it's just a, a really, really bad move. Um, and you have other individuals like uh, Nat Voltaic saying, oh, come the fuck on. Uh, you're not doing shit to the Russian government. You're just making things worse for the civilians, you jackasses. Um, pose a threat to Wikidot itself. Dude, your own servers have already been ha- doing that for you. So there is, there is, I think, a tremendous amount of hypocrisy in that statement from, from Wikidot. And, and Almerdek, you bring up a really good point that it could be sort of a geopolitical thing, given that they're based in Poland. I don't think their servers are based in Poland. I think they do use Amazon Web Services, but just because that's their sort of uh, their sort of base of operations, I assume, um, you know, but, you know, it's, it's one thing, it's a very difficult thing, I think, to work through the cognitive dissonance that would arise when you try to promote yourself as being pro-human rights and being fair treatment for everybody, and then basically deny access to, you know, two countries of individuals uh, simply because of something that they can't control.
1: Yeah, if, if, they, if those people are in Russia, they are not fighting, they are not soldiers. They may not necessarily support the issue, like it. Why? Yeah. What's the point It's just a, it's just a blandest gesturing. It's it's so bland even Twitter users can tell it's posturing. Yeah. Strength.
0: You, you know it's bad when you've when you've made everybody this mad. Uh, and it's, once again, it's nice to see, it's nice to see people from SCP sort of unify in this um, because we all appreciate the Russian branch. Obviously, the Russian branch has been through a ton. And it's really been the locus of, you know, a lot of, you know, really impactful things, historical things that have happened that have really um, been very threatening, but have also brought the community together. And so uh, it's nice to see. I think there's been a lot of unity lately, actually, if I could say that um, about the space. You know, first, just a a while ago, there was uh, the whole bright thing, which I think everybody took the opportunity. Most everybody took the opportunity to sort of rally together around. Um, in a way that we don't see uh, very commonly when it comes to that sort of unity. And then, of course, we're all in the same boat when it came to Wikidot as well. So uh, we've had a lot of uh, unity, I think, in this space when typically it's you know a very divisive uh, place to be on the Internet. So...
1: Yeah, that hasn't prevented that. We haven't achieved anything, but there was unity. I have to concede that. Yeah, um,
0: brief, brief and fleeting.
1: Specifically with the Bright Thing, uh, mm. it's just disappointing to see how how nothing was done ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how nothing is being done now. And as a like a follow um, to, something as, as to follow with the Bright Thing. Right. Because you just know there is and this person was on staff for 11 years, 13 actually, and they if they, they were a known creep, it was a known secret that they were this way, and nothing was ever done, even though it was known by a lot of staff members that um, Bright had a thing for minors, and behaved very weirdly around minors, and uh, it's not just that he was a pedophile, it's that everyone allowed him to be one until it was like... Too much to bear, and they decided to throw him out, not without struggling with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh, such a failure, even even when they did it, because it took them so so long to do it, and, and really the, their backs had to be up against the it took wall. Took
1: them so long. They had so many stages of half doing it, and then like pretending not to know about some things. Like mm-hmm. at first they like demoted him, but only
0: temporarily. Mm-hmm.
1: But Then made it so they kind of vetoed him from entering the site because his his name was admin, admin bright.
0: Oh yeah, right.
1: So he couldn't join back with that same account. And then they like banned him but only temporarily. And then they finally permabanned him, uh, pretending not to have known, not to have seen any evidence, despite everyone agreeing that Bright being a creep was an open secret and I don't know, it's just kind of weird, because if you look back far enough, you see that everyone knows exactly how fucked up Bright is. And mm-hmm. the fact that people who have been with him for an incredibly long time, like Dexano, like Solace Sinclair, to like a man
0: mm-hmm. who
1: owns yep. the fucking site, exactly. never did anything,
0: no.
1: never even, we have seen zero movement from them against Bright until until like Kiwi Farms started posting about it until like b- the owner of RPC made a video about it
0: mm-hmm. yeah it was it was bad and, and I think it was um, Scantron Akumioi uh, Communism Will Win who wrote on their Twitter that you know this is a nice thing to celebrate but don't for a second think that this was, uh, nothing that the staff is just doing the minimum amount required for. And that's, you know, it's, it needs a little more nuance because there were some people on the staff who, uh, didn't know about Bright as much, sort of newer people who, who didn't really see the depths of, of what Bright was and, and didn't know. And there were some of those individuals who upon learning took it to be, uh, just so, so offensive and awful, um, that, You know, uh, they reacted, I think, the right way, just given the information that they hadn't, they hadn't been. But that that does lead to a larger point that we won't have to talk. We don't need to talk about now. But there's really no good method of coaching people. There's no good method of um, sort of informing people of the wiki, the staff specifically, their own culture, and letting people know what went wrong where. Because I think people would rather save face um, than to own up to bad decisions and uh, work to, you know, dis-, dis uh, allow those things to happen again. But, um, yeah, just to, to your point, uh, Almarduk, it's the same thing with this Wikidot situation, actually. Uh, it's the same exact picture. It's it's uh, people not doing anything about something that's a giant and obvious problem that everyone knows about until it has pushed, uh, pushed the situation into a corner. Threateningly so um and we haven't yet seen a response from the scp wiki staff about what has happened with the russian branch for example when i would expect and hope to see something from them because remember these are the same uh, individuals it's the same entity that uh really you know, supplied the the internet and social media with uh, you know campaigns and promotional campaigns and defensive campaigns for the whole Russian branch when the Andre Duxon thing was going down, and so they were happy to do that to raise money for the legal case to defend uh, defend RU. So what are they going to do now? Uh, this if you're going to create a hashtag like you know hashtag stand for SCP uh, wouldn't that apply now just as much as it did uh, you know, to Andre Duxon? Just because the villain has changed, uh, should the ideologies, should the positions change too? Uh, I think the answer is no, and I would expect to see some statement officially of support for the RU branch. And I do hope, although uh, who's to say this is happening and who's to say that it isn't, I would hope to see individuals from the SCP Wiki staff working behind the scenes at this moment to try to, you know, compromise with Wikidot and try to maybe, uh, you know, sort of uh, counsel them to a better decision because the English wiki is undoubtedly affected by the Russia branch going down for all the reasons that you already said, Umber duck
1: Yeah, um, I think that right now they are doing something like that, but I have no way to know because um, there's also the first the policy freeze and all of the other stuff being discussed right now and. Uh, as a result of the outage. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but I think it's too early to say that they're doing nothing. I think that's just too hasty because uh, it's been like two days and give them like a week, maybe. Just knowing how slow stuff can be. I think it's only fair.
0: Yeah. And so that's that's a good word. So thank you for thinking of that. And so we'll, we'll be on the lookout for that because I do I do hope that they, um, they have something to say. And I, I think that they have enough weight to... To pull Wikidot, to pull the dev team and Mike, uh, Mike, Michael Freckowiak, because it really Wikidot basically is uh, SCP. I mean, I'm not trying to minimize or truncate out uh, the other containment fiction communities that we all know and love and participate in as well. Um, but you know, just when it comes to Wikidot's view of itself. Uh, It really only sees SCP. And so I think if enough of a unified voice comes from SCP to Wikidot, I I think that they'll be able to change some things. I do hope at least. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll be on the lookout for that for sure. And then while we're talking about it, just a quick visit to O5. Nothing much is going on because of the freeze, obviously. Um, You know, the the charter discussion, I think, looks a little silly uh, in light of what happened this past week just in a terms of prioritization and uh, allocating resources to where they actually need to be going. Um, once again, no one really cares about the charter rewrite. No one actually thinks it's going to fix anything except the people who are working on it. Now, I did want to mention this, Omerduck. Uh, in the past, you'd said that this is really never, ever going to work and if they continue this sort of uh, crowd-sourced uh, approach to the rewrite. And it does seem as though uh, nothing has been done. was sort of... Uh, tired of nothing having been done. They declined to uh, uh, sustain the policy freeze because they felt like nothing was actually happening and it was pointless to extend a policy freeze. And it looks as though from this post, they have actually gathered a team, a smaller team of individuals who will focus on, as they call it, the nitty gritty of writing out the charter. Uh, and they've listed some people. Yeah, that's good. Season.
1: That yeah. might, might actually like get it done. Yeah.
0: And I think it will. So this uh, this post came out on the day, the morning that Wikidot went down. And so discussion about this was certainly interrupted uh, and has picked up in the last couple of days with people approving this. So I, I think this is a good step. I know you agree, Almer Duck, because this is the point you've been making for... The last month about this topic so hopefully they'll be making a little more progress uh, when it comes to this Uh, but once again i think the bigger thing to see uh, is is that there are much more pressing issues facing the uh, existential crises uh, the existential concerns of the uh, of something like the scp wiki besides a charter uh, rewrite which is essentially a way for the staff to reconcile their own inability to abide by their own rules uh, this goes all the way back to the Cerastes incident as well. So uh, we've said enough about that. Good
1: God, what a nightmare! Yeah. It just never ends. That's it's it. bad.
0: Yeah, they they need at least they're making a step in the right direction. They've gone so far in the wrong one. Uh, you know, it's it's I don't know whether to just not care about it or to celebrate it, but they have started to take a step back in the right direction. So maybe this will shake them. Maybe maybe the occurrence with Wikidot will will wake them up out of their own, uh, little bubble and, and try to think about what's the best for the actual community as opposed to this, this charter rewrite, which is only serving, uh, themselves. Quite honestly. Uh, we have other people just back to Twitter real quick before we wrap things up here today. Uh, other people commenting on the Russia situation, um, trying to sort of amplify it, uh, promote it a little more. Um, you know, people, people uh, making good points uh for example what frackowiak doesn't get however is that this can easily be solved with a VPN a hacker can get by with no problems just making life hell for the uh, SCP RU and its members um you know so it's once again nice to see all these people uh, the great hippo is not done um saying that this is true uh this is just the silliest shit um it sucks for everyone else it's a symbolic act like who does this actually benefit I, I do i do see other people arguing for the other side so here's a nice little poll that was done that had about 150 votes uh, you know a uh, overwhelming overwhelming majority of people uh, saying that this was a bad decision uh, to block um, to block Russia and belarus, uh some people thought it was a good decision, and then about a quarter of the people thought it was they're not really that sure, but you do have people in this comment thread sort of defending the idea saying that it's it's supposed to be about pressuring people to uh be displeased with their own government actions but um you know that's that's really a little too forceful of a coercion method in my opinion
1: yeah that also. The people that write, the people that spend their lives like inside and at the computer writing, they are not going to pressure the Russian government, they are not the, yeah. that kind of person. No, no. It's I mean, like, what, 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 that, that ain't was, it. Yeah. It's not going to help.
0: No. They, they can't do a thing. So yeah, this is just a very, very, I think, misguided decision uh, that's based on um, you know some, some political sensitivities that have some legitimacy to them for sure. but ultimately was not very well thought out. And, and maybe it was uh, the Wiki. team trying to to update their own sort of political servers, you know, the sort of ethical stances on things and just kind of get with uh, the, tr- the, the times uh, while they're at it. I don't know. But um, this is Phantom, uh, long-time SCP author, well-known, who says, uh, "'This goes beyond throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This is punting the baby out of the window and letting the full tub of stagnant water breed mosquitoes in your yard.'" And so that's a good way to put it because I think that this has been almost a universally uh, derided decision, particularly from the SCP community.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right, and then just to wrap things out with, I thought there a, a few other things from Twitter that I thought was interesting. Uh, this is a fan art of SCP-5761, which is the second installment of the Among Us articles from Tanhony. And I just wanted to point out just how uh, impossible it would be to understand that this is an SCP article. Uh, obviously, that's not the case for all art. You can't derive or deduce that it's an SCP from the art, but this particularly so. Uh, because if you look at this, this is obviously just fan art of uh, Among Us. So, uh, the only thing different is maybe the the number up here, and I guess maybe the setting if you want to talk about the context of the actual article but uh i think a lot of people had issues with this sort of mimetic uh forwardness when it comes to you know uh, prominent articles on the wiki and i think this this actually captures it pretty well this is completely indistinguishable from just fan art of the game itself And then uh, this was. I oh, despise that article. I, I despise that article, but <laughs> I whatever. Yeah, I, I think it's bad too. I, I think it's it's funny because Harmony wrote an article for the magazine uh, that sort of took a broad uh, scope. Uh, over time and cast that article, those two articles, the two Among Us articles as, as in some ways uh, a real turning point for the wiki um, and not not a good one. It's sort of like uh, beyond the event horizon, uh, a threshold that was crossed that, that should never have been crossed. <laughs> so,
1: oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, really an interesting uh, way to sort of define big turns in the history of the wiki. So, um, and then this was another post. Uh, this is Niagros, who I think we all know Uh, author on the SCP Wiki. Uh, Low-key, I stopped writing for the wiki regularly because my stuff for Deep Well became a kind of in-joke for authors to laugh at for a while. I wanted uh, for years to finish storylines I started, but my pride in my work has been degraded to the point of apathy. Uh, That's not a great thing to see. If you want to read this um, Twitter thread, obviously you can go to uh, Nagaros, I'm not saying this correctly, uh, their Twitter. Um, But you might notice that the Admonition series is part of the Deep Well sort of uh, hub. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's interesting to note that, uh, that hub was actually created, I I guess, from reading this by this author and then admonition is sort of a subset of it. Uh, and this, this post about it said, ever since Admonition started, people have been talking about Deepwell positively, which is good, but there's a trade-off, uh, even if I'm willing to make it. Kind of weird that I found out Deepwell was being included in Meta Foundation when I saw a tweet promoting the project. Um, and then later goes on to say, I don't know, Admonition is cool, but I worry it misses the point. So uh, this was, I thought, was just an interesting, interesting thing to look at and read and get some commentary behind the scenes about you know, some of the more prominent uh, movements on the SCP Wiki that are happening right now. And um, just how it's, it's a shame I think that, the, that an author can feel this way um, And you know we, we do a fair amount of criticism about particular articles I think me and Almerduk both would would probably have plenty of things to say about, for example admonition and the entirety of the hub. Um, but you know uh, we, we I think I speak for both of us when I say we don't mean for it to be to the point where people uh, just... Get so degraded that they don't want to write anymore. And that's not really the point of the criti- uh, the criticism and critique. Um, it's it's hopefully just to point out where we think things gone went wrong and have philosophical differences on these things. So I do want to um, kind of hold up Nagrios and uh, you know wish them well because um, it's it's shame to see someone uh, who is um, I guess letting letting the opinions of others take such a hold on what should be. Such a personal experience of, of writing something like this
1: yeah, I continuously criticize a lot of deepwell and Nibiru's, um work uh, I hope uh, I, I don't think they've read me i I don't think they care they I don't think they know I exist, but right in case they have just in case i, I hope it hasn't come off as uh, a personal attack, some bullying because um uh, when I write my criticisms I limit good faith I, I do it hoping that uh, it will result in better writing and better authors And well, I, I feel kind of guilty because I've been a part of this uh, degradation of people a lot because you know, I, I have always seen it as an example of a lot of writing trends that I dislike personally and well I, I think it's hard to forget the degree of talent that goes into this kind of writing regardless of it comes if, of, regardless if, if it's good or not at the end there was some real effort and real uh, talent put into it that is um, always important to appreciate even if well you, you just get caught up uh writing more criticisms and more commentary
0: yeah, it's a lot like what we do just reviewing the articles from the SCP Wiki, for example. I mean, not everyone is going to you know, elicit a positive response you know, from from someone like me, for example. But underneath all of that, the deeper thing is that I'm just really excited to read even even bad instances of containment fiction because I do love containment fiction so much. So, I mean, I would obviously rather be reading, um, you know, containment fiction, whether it's, you know, excellent or sort of average or even, you know, below average, I still would rather be reading that than, you know, other, other forms of fiction. Um, not exclusively, obviously, but just, uh, there is that underneath it. So yeah, I think the job of the critic, I think is, you know, you have to be honest with yourself and with the person who you're talking to. And, uh, you know, if you if you pay too much attention to how someone may be upset about the feelings that come from, from doing that, uh, you, you know, you really have lost your purpose. So I think that as long as we are focused on the work, what we think is wrong about the work, and uh, you know, we, we try to um, do our best. It's, it's hard sometimes because people obviously have a lot of identification with their own articles. It's really hard to separate the author from the work in some, in some places. But I think it is important to do that where we can And, um, you know, I certainly, I certainly, once again, do wish, uh, Nagrios well, uh, I I don't think that you should be so caught up in other people's opinions of you, uh, whether it's criticism or praise, uh, to where it can either, uh, destroy your uh, desire to write or be your desire to write. I think that. Once again, this goes back to something we've said a lot of, which is it should be really the author's own standards uh, that that guide the process of writing, and whether you know people's reaction to it, whether it's good, whether it's bad. That's sort of the icing on the cake. That's sort of the secondary thing. Um, and so, you know, uh, on the one hand, it's good to avoid that sort of critique, that sort of can get somebody to be completely uh, deposed from writing. But on the other hand, you know, if you're an, if you're a writer, if you're an author, yeah, you know, this is this is what the craft is. You, you've got to have uh, the ability to hold up what you want to say and do against other people's pushback. That's just part of it.
1: Yeah, um, that's one of the things that I regret. Uh, about the way I am about the way I quit is that I'm usually not very close to the people I critique and mm. I am very bad at praise and encouraging people if I'm not in close contact with them I'm
0: mm.
1: I think that's something I should uh, that's a good thing to take away being, uh, being nicer being uh, yeah. even if it's a little bit of sugar coating uh, if your critique uh, just get someone to stop writing, uh, then it's not a successful critique.
0: Yeah, I mean, part of that, like I said, is on their end, but you know, something I've noticed in talking about these articles, uh, you know, on something like the show we did last night. You know, I've noticed that it's a lot easier to be very rude on the uh, written word. And when I get around to speaking what I've written, like the notes, I'll I'll sort of like hesitate and be like, okay, well, that now that I say that out loud, it comes off as a little mean. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm probably guilty of that, too. Um, So, you know, just just a nice thing to keep in mind. (laughs) Uh, I'll say this, though, you know, uh, no one likes a really good article better than me. I think, you know, when the time comes when an article actually meets the expectations that I have, and the standards that I personally like to apply to containment fiction, you know, no one's going to praise that article more than I do. And the example I'll give is Storm Breath's recent um, post, which I think was SCP-6455, which was uh, the recommendation this time last week. And we did a, we did about an hour coverage of that on our show um, last Friday. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's nothing that I love more than praising an article that does a really, really good job. The other side of that coin is that no one's going to be more upset and, uh, you know, uh, Kurt... Uh, Sort of forward hitting than than uh, than me. People like me, um, when it comes to America, yeah. You
1: certainly have a word things. for both praise and the criticism. Yeah, we have a very particular tongue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think it's it's important, obviously, to use that for for praise too, because uh, you know some of the things that we read in the wiki are just. They're just stellar they're just so so damn good um anybody who says the the scp doesn't have good content coming out from it you know isn't reading it Uh, there's a lot of good stuff it's buried uh best part of this part of the purpose of the show is to bring out um what we're doing is to bring out the really really good ones and give them the attention that they deserve kind of like our recommendations today so go check those out and then the last thing we'll do today is um yeah this is this kind of ties into what we're talking about this is once again the great hippo on Twitter saying, the hilarious thing about SCP articles is that so many long-timers treat them like a fine wine, getting into detailed discussions about their bouquet, their nose, when they're the fictional equivalent of bootleg rotgut your neighbor makes in his motorhome. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's true as well. Um, I think there's people here who uh, who kind of push back a little bit in a, in a, in a playful way. Um, you know, so this individual, for example, says, uh, I bridle at the implication that your average Penguin publication approved by an executive who drives a Porsche is inherently better alcohol than a horror short written by a sweaty trans kid in a basement. So that's kind of where I live right there. Uh, you know, I, I don't really buy into the whole thing that, you know, if you're a published author, you're somehow more uh, accomplished than someone who just wants to use that talent for something like the SCP Wiki. You know, I think that's just a, fa- a false sort of outdated um, uh, way of looking at things. But yeah, so I mean, that's one of the reasons why I I do this. I mean, this is me right here. You know, I I sit there and I, I, you know, uh, wax poetic about an article and how it has legs or how it's too you know or whatever like this is me in a nutshell Uh, but I love doing it and um, that's really why I do this stuff I I appreciate everybody's uh, views and participation but uh, this all comes down to the fact that I just love I love doing this I love reading containment fiction and that's why I pay so much attention and put so much energy and effort into things like critique and and praise when it's appropriate too. but um, yeah the the great hippo is got me got me on a microscope slide right there.
1: Yeah, but like um have to remember read some normal fiction once in a while, like some good stuff that's uh, known to be good and yep. you'll realize the scale of what um, SCP is as a side you know I'd love the to scale have... the actual um, magnitude of the quality.
0: I'd love to have a section on like like the magazine or something like that that does a book review that's not anything to do with containment fiction, but is like, hey, uh, you know, here here's an example of some good other other poetry, other literature that you might you might draw some inspiration from. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It's nice to get some perspective. Uh, you got to dip your head out every once in a while, otherwise you just get a little too a little too tunnel visioned and things like that. So, um, good word. Thanks for that. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Uh, We had a little bit longer of a show than usual, but once again, this was a historic week. So I do appreciate y'all being here and contributing to the discussion. Uh, This is available as a podcast uh, called Confit Calling. No, thank you. And uh, very, very happy to have you. Um, So look for that podcast on all uh, podcasting platforms after this um, show, probably tomorrow. And so we will uh, get back to reacting within the week um, just to podcasts and other media. uh, So check that out on the Twitch. And uh, be sure to check our Friday show where we go through all of the SCPs released that week. And as we've been talking about, do some sort of critique, uh, some sort of review about that. Otherwise, uh, we will see you hopefully here next week, Saturday, for our main show, which this is SCP Meta. And I want to thank you very, very much for coming by. This has been SCP-CRNP, a.k.a. Lack of Lepers. You also heard Almer Duck. And I want to thank you again to the other participants, Jane Bond, Krim, and Soraya for coming by as well. So you all have a great, great week, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: See ya.